What's going on guys? This is just another critic. Welcome back to the channel. We're talking about my week 8 college football predictions starting off with number 12 Oregon Ducks going to Washington and playing the 25th ranked Huskies. Typically, this matchup is going to dictate who represents the Pac-12 North. That's what we've seen in recent years, but right now the way that things are looking, Oregon sitting at 3 and 0 atop of their division. Washington sitting at 2 and 2 already dropped two games, one to Stanford and one to Cal. It's not looking like a strong case that they're going to end up representing the North. However, in college football, anything that can happen typically will happen. Um so we'll see, but you know, my opinion Oregon's going to go ahead and represent the North and um possibly win the Pac-12 itself. Now, for those of you betting on the game, let's go go ahead and quickly touch on the ATS. Right now, Oregon 3 and 3 against the spread, Washington 5 and 2 against the spread. The spread is currently sitting at minus 3 in favor of Oregon, over under is at 51. Um but yeah, let's go ahead and touch on the uh the statistics very quickly, then we'll go ahead and jump into my own personal thoughts on the game. And then touch on some of their most recent opponents and whatnot. Right now, Oregon putting up 36 points per game, allowing just 8 points per game. Offense averaging 284 through the air, 176 on the ground. Defense doing a good job right now, allowing just 160 through the air and 107 on the ground. Washington, on the other hand, putting up 36 points per game, allowing 19 points per game. Offense averaging 244 through the air and 178 on the ground. Yards allowed by the defense, 216 through the air and 146 on the ground. And so if you look at it on paper, it's, it was nearly identical offensively. Um, statistically, the, the biggest numbers that had uh, you know quite a gap in them were what, what uh, they were getting from their defense as far as production goes. Looking at some of their most recent matchups, obviously we know Oregon probably has uh, the, the, the toughest, had played the toughest game or had the biggest test throughout their season just yet, playing Auburn, right, who was ranked top 10 at one point. Um, and Washington right now, if we had to point out their toughest opponent, you know, would arguably have to be Cal or USC. And so... Um, essentially this matchup, when we look at it, the first thing that's going to come to our minds are the quarterbacks, right? Jacob Eason, Justin Herbert, Eason transfer from Georgia. We all know lots of hype behind the guy coming into the season. Um, right now, here's some of his stats against AP top 25 opponents. So his completion percentage is sitting at 61% versus top 25 opponents. And he's only passed four an average of 180 yards versus top 25 opponents with zero touchdowns. If we kind of look at Jacob Eason, really the majority of his statistics have come versus poor opponents. Um, and that's kind of the reality of it. You look at his game versus Hawaii, three touchdowns, BYU, three touchdowns, USC, he struggled, zero touchdowns, um, went 16 for 26, 180 yards. When they played Stanford, one touchdown, one interception, 16 for 36, 44% completion percentage. And then they played against a poor or Arizona side 
where he went 15 for 22, 243, 68% completion percentage, two touchdowns, and zero interceptions. So it doesn't take a genius to take a look at some of his statistics and kind of get an idea that he struggled against some better opponents. Whenever he plays better opponents, he doesn't really go off. Um, And that's kind of been the story for um, Justin Herbert as well. My personal opinion, I don't think Justin Herbert is a top five draft pick. Um, A lot of people are going to disagree with that. But if you kind of just look at some of his games and put them right side by side with his statistics, really, the majority of his stats are coming versus very poor opponents. Um, And I'm looking at here right now. I can kind of talk about it. We look at the Auburn game. 28 for 37, 242 through the air, one touchdown. Then you go against Nevada and Montana where he threw for 10 touchdowns combined. Um, Take a look at his game versus Cal, 20 for 33, one touchdown, one interception. And so Cal was probably the, Cal and Auburn, obviously the toughest defenses he's played throughout the season. But as I said, the majority of his statistics are coming from uh, really, Montana, who's FCS team, and then Nevada, who is a Mountain uh, West Conference team. And so, not to say that he isn't capable of doing what you know everyone has hyped him up to be. Uh, I'm just saying right now, statistically, and if you go and watch his games versus some of these better defenses, both of these guys have struggled. They've just struggled. I understand the whole argument is that Justin Herbert hasn't had his receivers back, but I know he just got two of his guys back. He did lose his tight end, which was pretty much one of his favorite targets um, throughout the season so far. And so it's kind of a give and take. They get their two wide receivers back and then lose their tight end, which is unfortunate. Um, As far as Herbert's statistics go versus top 25 opponents... (laughs) He, uh, he has a 75% completion percentage, averaging 242 through the air with one touchdown. The crazy thing is I don't think really either of these guys uh, are going to play, uh, you know, I don't think they're going to be the X factor in the outcome of this game. I think it's going to come down to whoever's going to run the ball, um, run the ball more better, find more success on the ground. And right now I think Oregon is playing uh, better defense. Oregon's playing better defense, not only statistically, but if you just go back and review the film, they're just they're just playing better defense overall. Um, you can just go ahead and take a look at some of their head-to-head statistically and see what Washington has um, allowed versus some of their better opponents. A team like USC allowed them to run all over them, 212 yards on the ground. Stanford went for 189. And Arizona went from 151 as far as what they're allowing through the air. Hawaii um, Hawaii ripped off 254 through the air. BYU 277 through the air. And Stanford 293 through the air. Arizona 209 through the air. Um, taking a look at Oregon very quickly. Defensively, they're, they're really not allowing uh, a lot of teams to find success on the ground. Nevada 83. Montana 8 yards. Stanford 114. Uh, Cal 66, Colorado, um, it was kind of an anomaly game where they allowed 168. And then 
Um, in the secondary, they're playing nearly lights out. One one oh nine to Nevada, two thirty four to Montana, one twenty to Stanford, one ninety to Cal, and one thirty one versus Colorado, who's typically one of those air raid attack teams with uh, Steven Montez. And so, coming into this matchup, I think this game will be decided by not only the phenomenal play that Oregon's defense has you know been been playing on a has been putting out on a consistent basis but i also think oregon just will find more success in the run game um as well as in the pass game but like i said i don't think this game will be dictated by justin herbert or jacob eason i think it's really going to come down to the defenses and i think right now oregon's defense is playing much better i don't i don't expect this to be a shootout at all as I mentioned, both of these guys have been struggling versus better defenses. And while Washington's defense isn't playing, you know, as well as Oregon's defense, I do still think they're a pretty good defense with some with some good guys on that side of the ball. And typically, Washington known for um, having one of the better secondaries in the country in recent seasons. I understand they lost a lot of production to the draft and whatnot. But coming into this matchup, I still think they're a very good team on that side of the ball. But I do think Herbert will challenge them as well as the running game. Um, But as I said, right now I've got to lean towards the Oregon Ducks. I'm going to have them winning this game 27-21. to Right now my final score, Oregon Ducks win it 27-21. to um, and like I said, it's it's all going to come down to their defense. I could honestly see the Oregon Ducks winning by more um, just because I, I don't really trust what Jacob Eason does. Um, whenever he plays better opponents, he typically turns the ball over. And I, I, could, I could easily see Oregon finding success um, in the run game with, with what, you know, Washington has allowed to some of their other opponents like Hawaii, like USC, like Stanford and Arizona. And so for those reasons, I think Oregon's defense is just playing so much better. Um, I don't think it's going to be a shootout if you're looking to bet this game. Oregon obviously looks like the, I guess, the sexier pick. Um, But in reality, this game will probably be under. Like I said, I got my final at 27 to 21 Oregon. With that being said, I'm going to continue my predictions here today covering a few other matchups um, as well as my upset alerts. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Yeah, stay prepared for the up and down. Life is like a seesaw. Come say it's a bitch, man. I-